Well, hi, everybody, and thank you for joining us for, believe it or not, week 20 of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. I'm Bill Bateman, and I'm happy to be part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We are located in Southern Oregon in the Medford, White City area. And, you know, honestly, I'm looking forward to meeting some of you folks in person, either in a class or out at the range. And as promised, today Phil has come in to continue with his set of simple yet highly effective stretches. Welcome, Phil. Good to be back, Bill. What I'd like to start with today, and I, I know everybody's certainly gone back to the other issues and, or the other podcasts and uh, have been doing their stretches and personal strength exercises and they're fit and got their mind running in the right direction. We're going to start really down on core strengthening, physical core strengthening. And we start that with push-ups. I know. Oh, boy, push-ups. Well, push-ups don't have to be done on the ground or on the floor. This is a great way to start if you can't do ground push-ups at all. Use a piece of furniture. Put your hands on the arms of a chair or on a table. I do mine on the bathroom sink in the morning. It's three to four feet off the ground. And just do a regular push-up. Straighten your arms, back, hips, and legs. Push yourself off of the firmly placed piece of furniture or sink. Bend your arms so that your chest touches the furniture or the sink. Repeat as required. As I said earlier, I use the bathroom sink in the morning and the evening if I have not taken the time to do regular push-ups during the day. Wall. You can also use a wall. Guess what? You don't have to bend over. Using a wall, place your hands at shoulder height on the wall. Straighten your arms, back, hips, and legs, and ease yourself keeping your knees, your heels on the ground slowly to the wall. Bend your arms so that your nose is about to touch the wall. Press yourself into your starting position and repeat as required. When you're doing the wall push-ups, do it on at least an eight count. Count to eight slowly as you lower yourself and when you get done, count to eight slowly coming back out and extending your arms. As I said in earlier podcasts, you don't want to snap your muscles. You want them to work both ways. Compression and expansion. Regular knee push-ups. Lie on the ground. Here we go. We're big guy stuff. With your hands placed flat next to your chest. Your hands should be about shoulder length apart. Push yourself up by straightening your arms out and keeping your back stiff. This exercise will build and firm your shoulders, arms, and chest. Now, if you can't go the full length with that, I want you to use your knees, if necessary, to complete the repetitions. Instead of standing on your toes when you're doing the ground push-ups, use your knees. It's a bit easier on your body. I'd like to move into some bench dips. Sit on a chair. Place your feet about three feet out in front of you on a, on a, a chair, bench, or a small table. Place your feet about three feet in front of you as you sit on the very edge of the seat, whatever it may be. Now grab the edge of the seat with your hands and lift your butt off the seat and lower yourself about four or five inches below the seat by bending your arms at the elbow. This is a great exercise. Bench dips. Let's keep going with lower body exercises. Okay, here we go. Squats. Everybody loves squats. Keep your feet about shoulders width apart. Drop your butt back as if you were sitting in a chair. Concentrate on squeezing your glutes 
in your upward motion. Keep your heels on the ground and the chair ground and keep your shins near vertical at all times. Extend your buttocks backward and downward as though sitting in a chair. That's not complex, easy to do, and it's good for you. Alright, so you don't want to do that when you want to do a half squat. Following the full squat instructions I just gave you, extend your buttocks backward and downward about six inches instead of going all the way down to parallel. If you can go down lower than that without pain, do so. We don't, at least most of us don't enjoy pain. I don't know what to say beyond that. <laughs> Intensify your squat by doing half squats. While in the full squat position, hold the pose and push yourself up and down in a six inch range of motion, just like riding a horse. Let's talk about walking squats. These are fun. It's a regular squat, but you add a side hop to it. Squat down in a full squat position. When pushing yourself upward, shuffle your feet to the left or right, and at each step, stop and do a full squat. You can alternate left and right steps if you do not have much room, or you can do 10 side squats to the left across a room, and 10 side squats to the right, back to your starting position. Yes, it works. Keep your balance. Only do that sidestep in as much distance as you can manage your balance in. Let's talk about walking lunges. These are fun. You've seen them. The lunge is a great leg exercise to develop shape and flexibility. Keep your chest up high and your stomach tight. Suck it in. Take a long step forward and drop your back knee toward the ground. Stand up on your forward leg. Bring your feet together, then repeat with the other leg. Now the other leg goes forward. Make sure your knee never extends past your foot. Keep your shin vertical, in other words. Let's talk about abdominals. Yay, let's get rid of the gut. When you exercise your stomach muscles, make sure to exercise and stretch your back also. The stomach and lower back muscles are opposing muscle groups. And if one is much stronger than the other, you can injure the weaker muscle group easily. Usually the lower back. Oh, do we all know that one? Let's talk about doing crunches. These are fun. They're good for your gut. It disappears and all kinds of other things. Let's lie on your back with your feet and knees in the air with your knees apart. Cross your hands over your chest and bring your elbows to your knees by flexing your stomach. Keep your feet on the floor if your lower back is weak or previously injured. If not, bring your knees to your elbows, your elbows to your knees. Let's do a reverse crunch. In the same position as a regular crunch, lift your knees and your butt towards your elbows. <laughs> Leave your head and upper body flat on the ground. And only move your legs and butt. This is certainly going to be a major positive impact on your gut. All right, let's do a little bit of stretch right to left. Let's do a right elbow to left knee. Cross your right over to your cross your left leg over your right leg. Flex your stomach and twist and bring your right elbow to your knee. Let's turn it the other way. Left elbow to right knee. Cross your right leg over your knee over your leg. Flex your stomach and twist your left elbow to your knee. This is amazing what it does for your gut and your flexibility to rotate. 
Do each one of these exercises about 12 times. It really works. All right, let's try a double crunch. Legs up. You're laying on the floor. Lie on your back with your feet in the air. Cross your hands over your chest and bring your elbows to your knees by flexing your stomach and lifting your hips off the floor as if you were doing a reverse crunch. This is two crunches in one movement. Do not do if you had previous lower back injuries that haven't fully healed. All right, so much for that crunch. Let's go into bicycle crunches, or let's take care of the love handles. Lying on your back as if you were going to do a crunch. Pedal your legs back and forth while doing left and right crunches. This is a tough one, so if your back hurts, stop and save yourself until your back is stronger. Lower back exercises. These exercises are to be done immediately following any large set of abdominals in order to balance out the torso with the opposing muscle group of the abdominals and lower back. You'll find that a strong lower back will assist you in completing long load-bearing hikes. That's when you put that 180-pound sack on your back and decide to march over the hill. Right? This will help significantly. What we call is a plank pose. It's another great yoga pose to safely strengthen your stomach and lower back. Hold it for as long as you can to build and build up to one to two minutes over time. You lay down, prone, lie on your stomach with your arms extended over your head. Lift your right arm and your left leg off the ground. At the same time, and repeat for a specified number of repetitions. Switch arms and legs and repeat. This really does wonders for your lower back and your stomach. A really simple pose that you can go to is get up on your toes when you're laying flat on your stomach. Get up on your elbows and hold it for 15 seconds. Keep your body straight. Then relax. Bring your arms back down. Relax. And then go into that prone lower back exercise we just discussed. Upper back exercise, or what we call reverse push-ups. Line your stomach in the down push-up position. Lift your hands off the floor two to three inches instead of pushing the floor. This will strengthen your upper back muscles and your opposing chest muscles. Get what I'm doing? Laying flat on the ground. Upper back exercise number three what we call birds. Lie on your stomach with your arms spread to the height of your shoulders. Lift both arms off the floor until your shoulder blades touch or pinch, to use another term. And place them slowly in the down position. Repeat for 10 to 15 repetitions. Mocking a flying bird. Really great for the upper back. That's about all I have to give you today. But remember to work from the top down. Start with that neck exercise, rolling your head around in the morning. The edge of the bed, sit over there with your butt about two inches hanging on, your legs straightened out, your feet pointed. It's great for your abdomen. Work yourself top down, head to toe, and repeat the cycles. That's all I've got for you today, Bill. Now, I understand from our conversations that there are actually people you are seeing doing these exercises. I think that's absolutely phenomenal. That's true, Bill, and I'm certainly enjoying it. There are a number of uh, classes that I teach, 
at various facilities into various groups, and I notice at break time that some of the students are smiling at me, doing these particular exercises that we suggested, and they're imparting that knowledge to other people in the groups. And these are not the same students every time. Uh, last night I held a, particular, a class, and as the, before the class started, I had one of the students ask me if he was doing it right, and he was, and it was wonderful. And then when it was over, a couple hours later, the event, one of the students came up and said, boy, I'll tell you, I missed last week's podcast, but I'm still doing the exercises. When are the next ones? And, and that was great. It really was. And then again, that person said, am I doing this right? And if you have any questions about am I doing the exercises right or something, please don't hesitate to ask us. If we need to clarify it, need to change the way it's presented, we'll certainly do that. Because this is fun and it's good for you. And you don't have to go to the gym. Well, I know what's interesting to me is some of those exercises you're describing are things I had to go to physical therapy to get. My physical therapy gave me a worksheet and said, here, you should be doing this. And I am doing the plank. I'm doing a lot of this stuff. I have my feet up on a chair because of some lower back injuries, and then I'm doing my crunches with my feet on a chair. But a lot of this, I went to PT and, quite frankly, paid a lot of money to get what you're giving away for free. This is some really good stuff, and I'm tickled to see that our uh, users, our listeners, are getting uh, actual practical value out of it. So thank you. I think it's great. That's all part of the survival thing. Now, next week, I have it on good authority. We've talked about this before. Uh, We have our very own Sandra, and she is going to be in and talking about some of the homeopathic ways you can take care of yourself in the event you can't get to Rite Aid, in the event there's a long interruption of service or availability of traditional pharmaceuticals. There are ways that you can safely and sanely take care of yourself. So I'm really looking forward to having her in. I think it's going to be just as practical and just as much fun as the stuff that Phil has given us. So that's what's going on. Before I get up on my soapbox, go off on kind of a rant, I want to remind you we got classes posted on the website. Recommend enrolling early. Don't wait till the day before. Don't wait till the week before. These things go quickly. Please don't be disappointed. There's a lot of good things. My favorite series of classes, well, I'm torn. Half of it is the defensive scenario, and the other is the home shotgun defense. Those are two of my most favorite classes because they are really, really good. And by the way, I have it on good authority. We're going to be updating and adding class dates. So if there's something that has been going to be scheduled, it is going to be on the schedule real, real soon. And I'm going to go find somebody and we're going to get some pictures up of these exercises. I think that's really valuable. I'm sitting here watching Phil demonstrating how to do this and it makes perfect sense to me, but we want to be sure to give you full value and have illustrations so you're ensured you're doing this correctly. And as we always say, and as I always say, Please check with the physician or your care provider before undertaking any exercise plan. And by doing this, you are not holding, refuse to be a victim, personal protection training liable for you undertaking this. Remember, you don't jerk. You don't snap. These are slow stretches. These are almost Tai Chi-like movements. This is not uh, you're a hip-hop dancer. 
you know, really, this is a 10 to 15 minute investment in yourself. And those standing push-ups are something I do all the time. You can't tell yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this. I'm glad to see people using it. Thank you. Okay, changing gears. If you're following the news at all, you'll see the state of Oregon has gone all ahead full of becoming a suburb of California with their gun regulations and confiscation legislation. I'll be adding some links to OFF, the Oregon Firearms Federation website, and they are recommending a letter-writing campaign, and I think we should do that. I also think that's not enough. The only way to shut this down is to make it difficult in terms of political cost capital and votes. Now, remember, our governor won by a 0.8% percentage point. That's hardly a clear mandate. I'm taking an idea I've seen done at the national level. A lot of groups are organizing to fund challengers against incumbents who are just behaving badly. It's my opinion we need to highlight the leaders of these gun grabs and nanny regulations and begin doing that statewide today, not tomorrow, Today, it's time to find a candidate to run against them, not just on the gun issue, but an across-the-board, sane, fair, and well-thought-out view of the issues. There's too much polarization, too much partisanship, and we are getting shafted. Now, I'm going to be really direct here. Quite frankly, I have no use for either party. The gun issue is to Democrats, as Trump is to the Republicans. With that said... Write a letter, yes. Call your representative, yes. And let's begin today demanding an end to gerrymandering. This process allows four counties to make the rest of this state California light. We need to begin running candidates against them as soon as possible. We need to call out those introducing the bills and put a face to them. If it's not illegal, and it will be soon, post their pictures, their legislative record, their funding sources, and do, if necessary, informational picketing. And I want to stress this, we want to do it lawfully and quietly, wherever we can. Because remember, they want us to appear angry and violent, or even crazy, and we're not. We are respectable, honest citizens. And by the way, the internet is a wonderful tool for doing this research. One more point, I've actually read certain legislators stating they like the idea of running gun owners out of the state. Excuse me? Now, as appealing as it would be to watch this whole thing burn from a Montana fishing hole, I don't run. I don't know about you, but that really bothers me. It bothers me enough to put down my remote, watch a whole lot less of Netflix, and get really, really active. So I suggest, ladies and gentlemen, you either stand up or assume the position because this is not a maybe anymore. This is real life. I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear your thoughts. The address is podcast at wits-and.com. Wits-and.com. I'd like to invite you to share this program with your friends. Put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, and invite people to listen. I want to remind you that the opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and may not necessarily reflect the views or refuse to be a victim. Personal protection training program is copyright 2019. It may be shared for entertainment purposes, but it may not be sold, edited, rebroadcast, or otherwise thrashed about the countryside. 
With that said, thank you all for tuning in. I want to hear from you. I want to see if we can make a real difference because this issue, it's just too important to let slide. With that said, I'll see you either at the range in class or here next week at the podcast. Thank you.